Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What it is, welcome to the wise men. Uh, joining the squad today is, oh, uh, God, two times NWA World Heavyweight Champion, cousin Trevor Murdoch. Uh, my brother, yes, sir. Yes, sir. My brother from another mother, uh, A. Ry, a.k.a. Kevin Kiley. And, uh, junior, 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 Boston junior. college standout. <laughs> uh, What's wrong with you? You that. forgot junior. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, well, I love my dad. He's a good guy, but I'm, you know, yeah, you should. He's a top guy, <laughs> you know, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I like my dad's situation better than yours. I had mine beat in the third grade. You know what I'm saying? Pressure was off. <laughs> yeah. Once I, once I learned to read real good, (laughs) I was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, you got me dog. And, uh, I actually know my kid's middle name, so I'm winning. So, <laughs> oh my God. You I, went heavy there for a minute. Uh, man, you know, it's just, you gotta, sometimes man, you gotta, every situation, there's a silver lining. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no pressure. There's none of that second generation stuff that I have to worry about. You know, unless of course, <laughs> Jesus. you know, it's tough. Hey, it's tough. Kevin, uh, let's be, let's be real. Kevin there, your father is, is one of the most respected men in, in the business of uh, communication, sports news, talk radio, et cetera. Like he's, he, you couldn't have ESPN without him. Am I, am I making it up? <laughs> I don't oh, wow. know about that. Oh, I do. I, mean, I think he was okay. Right, I wouldn't give how how despicable behavior. That's just awful. (laughs) He's a humble man. He's a humble man. I'm proud of him, but I'm junior. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kevin Kiley Junior. I'm just you know. You're just a man. You know, you're the (laughs) you're the hunter to his Biden. It's all good. I told you I was in a good mood today. Didn't mean I was nice. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, man. We always have Todd Marinovich. Uh, we're going to tell that story today. And then uh, we're going to have – so it's us three and EC3, man. That's that's phenomenal. Awesome. Um, awesome. Ego's teaching. And let's be honest. He was going to instigate a fight anyways. Uh, that dude is just pure <laughs> evil. But he did he, – he had what uh, – I hate whenever I hear someone say wrestling heat, I'm always like, it's bro, it's not real heat. You know, you're a grown ass man, you know, but uh, because he said Moxie was going on vacation and he was like worried about it. I was like, Mox literally said on national TV that he was trying to go on vacation. So I think you're good. I thought that. Yeah, I, I caught that, too. I was like, don't relax, big guy. Like they want they want them that they want the information. He's like, but they use my first and last name. And of course, I said, well, <laughs> you do have two first names. So maybe they were confused. You know, what I'm saying like Robert Anthony. It's not you know, what I'm saying either one's a good first. Right. You know, <laughs> He could be Anthony Roberts, you know, it didn't, you know, you can flip it, but, uh, well, let's talk about heat today and, uh, EC three's here. Let's just bring him in. Let's just, uh, yeah, like, let's just bring right, him uh, in I because know, I, I, I don't know when to jump in. You're Should in, come on in brother. The water's fine. Oh, so hello. 
Kylie? Trevor? BBC3. Oh, yes. Uh, we're going to change the name to This is the Frying Pan because four individuals <laughs> who got more heat than butter on a cast iron plan are on the show tonight. So uh, <laughs> now, Kevin, EC3 and I go, I mean, way back. Our careers okay. intertwine like licorice. It's like we just can't get away from right. each other. You know, uh, right. but it's a it's it's a good thing, and he's one of he's one of the good guys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and him coming to the NWA was uh, we already have a great locker room, but you know I don't mind telling you like uh, business picked up uh, to quote a guy, uh, Jr. Yes, sir. But um, yeah. Trevor, I don't know. Have you have you worked with EC3 before? I have not. EC3 and I have always kind of caught each other in passing moments when I was going. Uh, going out, he was coming in. Um, but one of my, one of the things I've always liked about EC3 is each phase of his career, he's always kind of went his own path and tried to stand out in his own direction. And so I was really stoked when I got to see him in the locker room and bring that to the NWA. I'm, and I'm very happy to have such a welcoming crew of veteran leadership and masterminds of the craft and boiling hot heaters like yourselves to welcome me because <laughs> as Tyler said, yeah, I'm one of the good guys. If you ask the internet, <laughs> apparently I'm not. And that's okay because the internet is not real and Twitter is not real and Reddit certainly that's right. is right. No, it's not. Real, Plus you cut your hair and that's just unforgivable. <laughs> but what's real is what we're building together, not only in the NWA, but just as men on our own separate paths and Trevor like, I barely know ye, but I feel like I've known you my whole life. And it seems like we just chatted up like we're old chums, even though we barely met. And I really like that because you're just a welcoming figure and, you know, highly respected. So I appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much, man. Like uh, the NW, the locker room right there, man, we, uh, we're not scared of guys that are talented. We're not, you know, we're not. Uh, intimidated by guys that are talented. We want talented guys in that locker room. We want talented guys to go out there and shine. So, and Tyrus backed me up on this. Like we all support each other because we all want the best for everybody. Yeah, You know what? Um, I was looking for a, a place to be negative, but I really can't um, because, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I'd love to say EC3, EC3 came in and uh, Dirty Dangle was like, hey, you got to smarten this kid up. You know, you gotta let them know what goes on around here, and uh, I had a good laugh at that because in so many places, that's really how it is. And you made a great point: is when you have someone that comes in that EC three when he's allowed to do his thing, and I'm not just saying this because he's not just a personal friend. We've trained trained together, we bled together. Uh, you know, he's Hard Knock South. I mean, he was one of those guys that was always showed up. And he was one of those things that when he was ever asked something, he was he was better than I was in terms of accepting stuff. And there were times when we got, especially when we were in NXT together in the nobody cares but we're awesome season. Uh, <laughs> that's the best way to, to describe it. Uh, he Perfect. always found a, a positive way to be like, hey, hey, it is what it is, man. And and I always respected him for that because uh, he was really talented and almost to a fault sometimes. Kind of like uh, A-Rai, very similar to where they kind of put you in a situation yeah. as that you're just a support guy. And then they, wow, this guy is amazing. And so, but it's not, we're not ready for him to be amazing yet. And that's not yeah. what NWA is about at all. Everybody there has been fired. Everyone there has been, uh, uh, has been, a uh, never was, a uh, should have been. That f- 
guy. Chip on your shoulder. Yeah, kinda. but we also have this thing where in this this last taping, EC3, you don't you didn't really get to see it just because it was just we had so much going on. But we spend most of our time trying to pop each other and outdo yeah. each other, especially with promos and stuff. And uh, it's a lot of follow that and like, oh, you like a guy will come through the curtain and we'll be like, you mother game on. It's on. OK. OK. <laughs> scrap everything. Uh, and, you know, like, uh, again, talking about JTG and uh, Dirty Dango, Fandango, I was Killing the it. producer. I was finding the weirdest, like the baby oil in the hand, the eating the banana like they have. There's no one to tell us like, no. Because Billy just kind of lets us do our thing. And I think when we see a guy shining, when we see a guy shining, it's not, hey, who's this guy think it is? It's, hey, what can we do to help? And it was a, our locker room was like that. The mid-card locker room in the WWE, I think EC3 was the same. Wouldn't you agree to a certain extent? Yeah, definitely to a certain extent. But then, you know, the, the ones that uh, got the call that uh, we wouldn't get kind of disappeared from it. So, but I can see an NWA, no matter what level of success you're having, this is just me based on one TV taping and two pay-per-views is that when somebody does get the call to hold the ball and run with it, they're not going to disappear from the lexicon of the hierarchy of the locker room. And, you know, that great environment that's been built and cultivated. And I think Billy said this best when I was talking about coming in and I'm asking him, and I don't know about what you guys think, but what is wrestling missing like an energetic force that's undeniable that can be loved or can be hated or is wrestling missing just a great culture and Billy believes it's the culture. And then having been with the NWA, I see it as the culture too. So I think you're right on both points. I think, I think we, I think there needs to be another ultimate warrior. I think there needs to be another guy that everyone rallies around uh, and builds because it's just better for everybody. And I think, we're, it, it's starting to manifest in, in NWA where we're starting to see, like, hey, this guy's – because everyone checks their ego, you know. Uh, and it's, and sometimes we're all human beings. We have good days. We have bad days. And there are guys who are annoying because every show has one Newman. And NWA, <laughs> NWA, we every have three. Show. Yeah, we have three, and we keep a close eye on them. And, uh, you know <laughs> – I, we say I, who's going to stand out this show. Yeah, who's going to – and we know who they are. And when they come – usually when they come with their manipulation hat on, we're all like, bro, this is not our first rodeo. Uh, so, you know, we deal with it and we, we don't take it too seriously. And at the end of the day, uh, we're all trying to be trying to be better. But I, I think the more the merrier. You know, the, the deeper the card, when you have nine, ten guys that can take the flag – that's a hell of a situation. That is a great thing. Uh, titles change hands, but peoples are still going in the seats. That's a good thing. Uh, it's, and it, It's great because then, therefore, the brotherhood and bonding that takes place in the back is also pushed forward by the competitive edge of each and every guy who's a proud individual and does exactly. want that. So it's not like you outpoliticked me and that's why you're in that position. It's you did better than me. I can accept that, but I'll be your buddy in the back and we'll be professional in the ring, but I still, it's still competitive sport. Yeah. You still want to be the best, you know? And that's uh, how some of the greatest, the greatest matches have happened. You know what I mean? Like that's the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart legacy, right? Like, you know, they didn't, 
they weren't big fans of each other, but they respected each other, and they went out there and wanted to make sure they had the best match. But imagine if they were fans of each other. Well, how no, much better? I, I how much better? Than, you know, you don't have a guy saying Get the out of my ring. You know, which was right. which popped me because I got TJ when TJ won uh, the FCW Heavyweight Championship. I said to him, "If you could just do one thing for me." When we're all in the ring celebrating, if you could tell us all to get the f- out of your ring, that would be great. <laughs> so he wins. Did he do it? Yeah, he wins the championship, and we're all running the ring, and he drops to all fours, and he's holding the belt, and he looks me dead in the eye, and he goes, get the f- out of my ring. And <laughs> everybody powders, and one guy, one guy, uh, rest his soul, we get to the back, and he goes, can you believe that, man? He kicked us out of the ring. And I was like, well, it's his ring. He's the champ. And he was like, yeah, but bro, man, like that was just cold. I said, bro, he was ribbing. Know your history. You know, but that's a good point. You want to out, you want to out wrestle, but you don't want to bury, you know what I'm saying? And um, I I like whenever there's a a match when at the end of it, both guys don't have to ask each other if it was good. They know, you know, and I would say. I saw that firsthand of you guys at uh, 74. Like, I oh, was God. Super, yes, Trevor uh, beat me at 74. Jesus. No, no, no. At the end of it, now, you know dang good and well. At the end of it, we both, like, we hugged each other and... Yeah, you hugged me. Language. Yeah, you hugged me. I yeah. did. I yeah. did hug I, you, I, man. Was, that was an emotional moment. Yeah, you and, and then Gear Guy uh, crying uh, because he had, pl- <laughs> he had you ruined his party. He had planned a party for uh, me, and uh, you ruined it. You well, ruined it. You ruined it. Uh I'm sure they'll capital R U I N E rune his party. Uh, and apparently it was just me and him and <laughs> it's going to be a party. We're going to be the party favorite. It was just a party. Was. We're just going to have a party in the back. Just me and him and some cake. Apparently he got a cake. 35 and change. Yeah. 35 and I didn't have the heart to tell him I don't eat cake anymore. We'll be back with much more after this. Hey folks, it's your man. Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus. They've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. You know what? Speaking, I mean, we could talk about wrestling stuff all day, but EC3, I am your stuff outside of wrestling. Uh, What you've been doing with fitness, what you've been doing with eating better. uh, You have 
uh, aspirations of doing kind of what I do at Fox News. You had a you had a great idea about uh, your own kind of podcast, your own kind of show. Oh, FYI, Jason's here. I don't know if you know that he's the head of yeah, Fox that's News. Yeah, exactly my best behavior. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but um, uh, you do a lot of things outside of the ring, and um, and you also can you talk a little bit about the narrative because that was cool. You did something completely out the box. And um, yeah. I was, I'm a big fan of it. And I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but it's different and I like it. Yeah. Like control your narrative. I mean, we're in a, uh, a pandemic, you know, starts and, you know, the world's burning around us. They're sitting in their homes. They're confined, you know, everyone's gloom and doom. And, you know, you figure the best time to try something new and to be unique and to be different is when the world stops. So it was just about what is going to happen to our industry because in theory, you know, because of it, I lost my job wrestling with the WWE that where, where is wrestling going to be when I'm able to wrestle again, when this contract, this 90 days is up. So mostly the idea was just to recreate a character. This could be part of wrestling, but in the same time could be some sort of, I don't know, cultural COVID anti-hero in a sense, and just a product of like all of the manipulation and lies that we were being fed. Maybe it's cool. Maybe it's not. Maybe it lives on social media. But through the process, I became, you know, much entwined to who I really am. And through that process of being creative and using our art to kind of be a therapy in a sense, I was so fulfilled. I wanted to carry it on for other people within the industry. And as the industry kind of picked back up where we're having close set shows and we're having no audience shows, the idea was just to capture our industry, realistically, the wrestling but in a cinematic way with like cinematic lenses. So we did a feature time goes on, you know, decently successful in a way, but more so it was just a nice little art piece. And then uh, Adam Braun was released from WWE via, you know, complete surprise and happenstance. And the one thing he really thought was cool that was taking place in wrestling is what we were doing. So we ended up doing a second one. And then when he add that kind of name value kind of to a new thing, it could become anything. And through that, we're kind of a promotion, but we're kind of an idea. We're kind of a movement. We're kind of a manifestation. But what I really notice is what I want it to be is a place, wrestlers, whether it's a Trevor, whether it's a Kylie, whether it's a new and up-and-comer, whether it's somebody with very little experience or a ton of experience that wants to reinvent themselves, a place to creatively create who they are, freely speak how they want to speak, work how they want to work, act how they want to act, and then allow them to tell their story. Because through wrestling, we know, like we mentioned, Brett and Sean, what made their feud so engaging was we all knew they really didn't like each other, as opposed to we know they're good buddies in the back and what they're doing on TV is phony. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen next. So the reality people within wrestling, and like Kylie's a perfect example, who he was and who he was allowed to be before you know, a producer got to him and a writer got to him and they throw the red light on him and he does his thing and they go, no, that's too good. You can't do it like that. And he's like, right, right. Why is that? Like, like allowing him to just flourish and fly and be the creative mastermind that he was is, and you know, the stellar athlete that he is, is like something I wanted to create for others and film it with that. And bro, that's like, I'm listening to this. It's amazing. Like what you're doing, 
Uh, yeah, like a hundred percent because I, yeah, there, there's a space in this creatively where you do need an environment to just like literally be yourself. Right. For anybody. Well, that's the only way it works. You have to be you just maybe turned up as Dr. Tom would say, you turn yourself up, you know, 60%. Right. You got to be who you are. What I kind of, what I, maybe other people struggle with this or not, but I, I remember talking to Dr. Tom. I said, I'm a good guy. I'm a good person. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be the hero. And he said, no, you're not. <laughs> he said, no, 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 you're not. You're not. A, you're, a, you're a heel. You're, you people don't like you. And I said, I said, really? And I remember it kind of, it kind of hurt. It hurt a little bit. Uh, he was like, he was like, no, no, no. People, people don't, people don't really, they don't like, they don't, they don't nobody like likes you. you. <laughs> yeah. They don't like you. You're six, four, you're handsome as hell. Yeah. No, but, but he was, but your he was dad's famous. To, we hate you. Right, but, he, <laughs> but he was on to something in the regard. He was like, the way you speak, it just kind of bothers people. But it, it, could, it could be good. But it could be good. This, uh, is there anything I could change? No, it's pretty right, much you. Yeah, but it sound could, of your voice. But he, he heard this is what he said to me. But he goes, but it could be good to what we're trying, what you're trying to do. You're 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 a professional wrestler, and you you don't want people to like you. But then I got caught in a space was. You know, you say things, is that the character? Is it not the character? Right, right. You know what I mean? So I think EC3, I think, like I said, like what I, what I think you're, you're doing down there is genius. You know I mean, because you do need places like that if, if people are going to do this to, to, to really push the character side of themselves. Well, let's not. You know, and, 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 right? that, go ahead, Trevor. That's also how you, well, that's also how guys create magic. Like how many right, times have right. we went out there and did something and you're like, hold that worked and let's go yeah. ahead and expand on that and when you've got somebody that kind of wants to compress that it really right. takes the fire out of a guy so yeah. for you to open up that avenue and that door for guys ec3 like that's a that's huge that's that's yeah, a big that's deal awesome, man you, you could be creating some careers there well he has yeah. and i can i'm going to take you back in history uh he he brought forth tyrus tyrus came from EC3, I'm going to take everyone back. EC3 became the top guy at Impact when they were surrounded with top guys who weren't ready to let go. Impact, after the Hogan-Bischoff, they left. It was supposed to just be a carcass. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't going to be much left. And, uh, you know, he leaves the WWE and shows up and instantly he's got heat. And shortly after that, uh, I was released. And one of the first calls, and I didn't get a lot of guys, the boys calling me saying, hey, man, you know, other than close friends, usually when a guy moves on and he's successful, he doesn't, I get a call saying, I need you. And um, he turned, he was on Destination America getting a 1.1 people to watch someone try to kick EC3's ass. He's wrestling angle. He's wrestling top guys. But he's the top guy. And he took that. And then, uh, you know, him and myself, he was running rough shot. And they were, people were, were trying to figure out how to do it. Old guy. And not, they're not old guys in terms of like age, but in terms of they've been to the top of the mountain. These guys have been our, our top guys, but they're not getting the reaction that he was getting. And very, and I'm not taking, you know, like John Garbuck and Dixie Carter. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that will, that, that, had a hand in that, but that was EC three 
basically, and I don't, we don't bash the WWE on here. We don't bash other organizations, but that was a, you missed the boat and I'll show you how bad you missed the boat. I'll take a company that's been fleeced, absolutely fleeced and get a 1.1. And that in itself was phenomenal. And I, I, I think that needs to be, that needs to, I don't know if it's ever been said, but you were, uh, didn't, you didn't meet your potential there. Okay. But you sure. then showed up and became, and there's guys today and I'm not, I'm not trying to get heat, but I see little EC threes. It's the formula. You come on, you come yeah. off wealthy, you hate everybody. You go into Cleveland, tell them you glad LeBron left to LA and everybody hates you. That is EC three. he, that character, if you look at other networks, other things, they all have their versions of EC3. The problem is they just – and no disrespect to those guys because they got to take it and make it their own. But they don't They don't have the ability to like – not only you, Kyrie, the sound of your voice people hate, EC3 could annoy the hell out of you too. <laughs> just yeah. putting it out there. I mean, he was literally running for office on TV. And – yeah, people were showing up with coffee mugs like EC three twenty twenty two or whatever it was. So, um, and that, and I think that's why the narrative is is powerful because it's proven. You've done it, and I would argue when they took when they decided to take it the ball away, and uh, impact has not been the same since. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and, you know, we all know the house of cards that was at that time, too, and the Game of Thrones that was being played and our current boss and other bosses, and it was just a, a bad atmosphere. And it was almost time to, I proved my point. Yes. I have to give it a shot again over at the Fed. Of course, that didn't work out again, but regardless, that's what spurred what I'm doing now. And honestly, gentlemen, I really needed this, uh, this boost of confidence. So I really appreciate it because there's a lot of craziness taking place in what we're building. And then we had these aspirations to grow so big <clears throat> yet, you know, as you know, our giant name was offered a bunch of money and couldn't turn it down. So then in the, in the thought of that too, I'm realizing I was losing the point of what it is we're trying to do and try to become. We're not trying to be a promotion. We're not trying to be the number three or four brand. We're trying to be an idea that people can latch onto and create the best versions of, them, of themselves, whether it's the wrestlers or whether it's fans that find the message. And again, it's probably not for everyone, especially with how the culture of wrestling has gone and you know the loud voices that are minuscule in numbers but huge in decibels that are controlling and dictating the pace and of the product that's another thing i love about nwa so much is that billy he had his vision he stuck to his guns he's not gonna let anybody interfere on how he sees his vision unfurling and it took time and it took commitment and it took the right guys like everybody here to see it through and now it's poised to be what wrestling should be, and that's you know marketable to everybody. You know, mainstream. I would, I would argue smart. 
uh, with you, EC3, on one point, and I feel like this is where the NW locker room is going to be good for you. I don't think Braun ever looked better. When he came to the narrative, I was like, wow, this dude's made some big changes. He had an air of confidence about him that I didn't see uh, in the WWE. Even as something as, as having – one of the things that guys struggle with is losing hair, and you'll see it, and, and wrestlers especially. They'll do weird stuff or whatever. He literally – he had the animal look, the hawk look for a while. I was like, good for him, man. He's coming out of his skin. And all of a sudden, he was the – I think he was the best version of himself. So, of course, the WWE is going to jump all over that. And I think you need to look at it like you took a guy who was, for whatever reason, let go. He rebuilt himself and became the best version of himself. And now he's back uh, to where he probably wanted to be in the first place. So you need to you need to look at that. You didn't lose anything. Every guy who gets let go from a company and wants to reinvent themselves should be running to you going, hey, what do I have to do to be a better version of me? Because I think. And I know, uh, and I've known Braun from back when he was just he was in the dancing party. So he is the best version of himself, and he's he's exuding that on TV. And you should have, I think, you should feel a certain uh, sense of pride about that because I don't think yes. he's back if he doesn't have the narrative, not just the the bookings, right. but the diet, the change in lifestyle, the confidence. You know, I we didn't have the narrative, but we had EC three. And when I came over there, I mean, my first day, I was looking at the locker room like, all right, who's who's out to get me already? Who's got an attitude already? You know, and you're like, bro, it's not like that. That's not how this place is. So, and I reinvented myself. You know, I wasn't, yeah. I didn't come in. I wasn't Bradis Slay, the Manosaurus, <laughs> as you so often see guys do. Like they get let go, uh, but they don't have the rights to their name. So then they change a couple letters and they just, right. and for some reason their gear gets worse. It's like if you don't have the name, you got to bring the gear level up, you know what I'm saying? But guys would hop from one side to the other and, uh, you know, and, and, and completely reinventing myself. And so, and that has led to, you know, being on a couple of of mountains, uh, up in the high altitude. So I think you need to look at the, the next, the next guy that shows up in the narrative, uh, who knows where he's going to go. And now it's your time, you know, because, You coming into the NWA and uh, Billy, I remember he came up to me and he was like, I'm so pumped. The momentum, the things that are happening, the matches, your style, you like, uh, you know, you and uh, freaking Trevor, uh, you know, your match. And tri- I'm sorry that it didn't go your way. Yeah, I, I get it, boss. He says, but that's the style. I want the physical. I want the thing. I'm like, yeah, just make sure you start having bags of ice for everybody. Uh, that would be nice. Yeah, and, like, and cold yeah, beer for afterwards. Yeah, like, needs to be a little you know, fatter on the pay-per-view. We don't have honky-tonk in the back going, hey, it's coming out of your, <laughs> your pay, you f***ing mark. So <laughs> a couple bags of ice and uh, no complaints over here, man. I'm going to give you another pat on the back for the confidence boost because, again, you are correct, especially with Adam. Like, people are giving me a bunch of – is the boss still here online that, you know, people that have never done a thing with their lives. Ha ha ha. He left. Ha ha ha. And so oh. the same thing when cross would go back. Ha ha ha. He left. Like, no, the purpose is for these guys to find them. Control their narrative. It literally <laughs> is in the freaking name. <laughs> it's take control of your life. And they did There's that. Some- yeah, the simple-mindedness, too, but, like, my one fault, I would say, is, like, all these things came that 
are we a promotion? Are we this thing that could be an entity that's touring and, you know, TV deals and all those things. And with the name value added quickly, it was a delusional aspiration to think that as opposed to being what we should be and what we always should be. And that is the idea. And, you know, if that idea spreads into the NWA mission accomplish, if that idea is taken. And it manifests itself because it's going to be some, it, it, I can't ever, I could never, like, I, I'm i a New York Times bestseller. Go you fuck, are. Go f- figure. Oh, okay. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trevor. You won the ring, but I'm winning in life. How about that? Um, hey, hey, I'm winning in life. Yeah, I know, I know. You, you're, you're, you're doing you're, good, boss. You're, you're yeah. doing good. No, I'm, I'm doing, doing I'm as, as A-Rod would say, f- phenomenal. But um, but the point, but the, but the point, but That's the point right. is, is that it sometimes is just an idea or a whisper in your yep. head and you don't know how it's going to go. And already two guys that have spent time with you are back at the end. Here's the deal. WWE is the NFL period. It is. And no doubt. And there's no, pro- I have no problem with that. I have no issue with that. I wish everybody there, like I, I never miss when, when Drew or Bobby wrestle, they're my friends, just like, you know, um, AW, whenever Jericho or Moxie wrestles, I'm watching, uh, I'm still a fan of this sport and everyone's successful, but I think, and there's, and there's a place for every, there is a place for the NWA impact, new Japan, AEW, WWE, NXT, SmackDown, Raw. as long as we have those places, that means there's opportunities for everyone to get a paycheck. And right, that's a beautiful right. thing. And then you have now, a place. You, yeah. you have a place that you can go as an artist and an athlete who does simulated combat and reinvent yourself and do you and be the hardest thing in wrestling, in my opinion, is to be true to yourself and an artist because you have so many other people with paintbrushes throwing their yeah. On your canvas, and Dusty always told me you got to stop letting people throw paint on your. Can- you got to paint your own canvas, and I'm like, you literally have two buckets of paint telling me this. You know what I'm saying? But you know, but I think I the narrative, like, hey man, That's the Bob Ross. I think yeah. I think I think Jordan Marche Rocket. They need to go to the narrative school of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? I, like. They can't, they need to find themselves. You know what I'm saying? And that's something, there's nobody better, in my opinion, at wrestling, at redefining themselves than you. You went from everybody's best friend, Hutter, to spoiled brat that everybody wants to kick his ass, who beat Kurt Angle. I was there. And Bobby Lashley. I was there. Drew McIntyre. I was there. You know what I'm saying? And nobody complained. And then, and then... Went back, comes back, and all of a sudden, he's like V for Vendetta narrative guy. And I'm like, this son of a bitch has done it again. <laughs> so with the exception of the Godfather, who reinvented himself and everyone was, an, was a hitter, you have done it at a high level and not with a huge backdrop. So I think you need to maybe. It's almost I, more powerful. You, almost you know what to, I mean? Uh, not yeah. having the machine. Trevor not always. having the machine behind him. The other day, I don't want to be Van Gogh and then, you know, hey, thanks for realizing I'm a genius, boys. Appreciate it. Now I'm going to go cut off my ear and well, die. you wouldn't be you <laughs> yeah, if you didn't cut your ear off. But oh, yeah, that was sometimes you got to hear it. Sometimes you got to hear it because here's the deal. You're right. We're also going to be the first guys to say, uh, that was not good. <laughs> that was, the that was that bad. Was the Please don't do that again. Uh, okay. You know, and. Uh, especially with a lot of the young guys. 
uh, sometimes, you know, they mistake our kindness for weakness and they say some yeah. sideways and, you know, like elevation uh, through honesty. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll hear a veteran like, hey, man, this hold was weak. Well, everyone else was fine with it. I was like, I'm going to go. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to go there like this guy are you with me. Did you really just say that to somebody? So there, there are moments and something that uh, Trevor said to me, random text out of nowhere besides, hey, in case you forgot, I beat you in 74. Uh, <laughs> uh, random text was, hey, man, I, I just want to make sure you're OK. And please take a moment to smell the roses sometimes because you're doing uh, things. And I, you know what? At first I was like, I'm fine. But then you know, I was like, and I just said, hey, thanks. I'm all right. But yeah, you're right. And then I said to him, I did smell the roses this weekend. And I sent him pictures of me with my kid <laughs> at, at yeah, Top Golf and soccer games. But he gave uh, me a moment because sometimes he, just like you, I always focus on what I'm not doing. And I'm always, instead yeah. of focusing on what, I've, what I'm doing, and so yes, consider it, it this a, reminds, a positive intervention of sorts. Yeah, it reminds me of this story, you know, because nobody's happier for the monumental success you had, especially outside of wrestling, because I think that's the most impressive thing we can do as wrestlers is succeed outside of it without being so ingrained within it. I think that's the problem I have because, like, yeah, control your narrative is cool. It's still in wrestling. What can I do outside of it sort of the fitness stuff and Build up the brand as something beyond. Wrestling, I think you got a great mind for politics. Uh, I yeah, think okay. you know, and um, you tell it like it is, man. You're not afraid, and uh, that's something that uh, you should capitalize on. And I don't know if I noticed, well, <laughs> noticed, but you know, I'm, you are on Fox News right now, so I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching my boy, it. my boy, ham it up with big wigs. On, you know, Fox News is on the late, the highest rated late night comedy show in the country. And I'm watching it and, and he's pulling out his book and promoting it. And I'm like, he I'm so happy for him, but he beat me to writing a book. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of people going, this mother wrote a book. <laughs> and like, you know, I went hard for two hours and I haven't picked it up since. But yeah, man, it's, just, it's super cool. And so gratifying to see you be able to do that and proud of you, buddy. Yep. Uh, last night I was at the women's Republican dinner of New York. Uh, yeah. And uh, that was signing, I was signing autographs uh, of my book and they asked me to speak and I get up there and I mean, I'm talking about, this is the widest audience I think I ever been in front of in my life. And the, the first thing I said was what it is. <laughs> and they started clapping. I'm like, okay. Oh, they this loved is, it. They, they, yeah, I was like, what it is, you know, and, uh, you know, they were like, I asked, the, is there a dress code? And they're like, oh, you just be you. So I basically wore what I was on TV that I had Andre the Giant Ruth Fights t-shirt on and my hat. Yes, and, sir. Uh, you know, and they were talking about the book and stuff, and I did a Q&A with them, and I sat there, and I was like, uh, one of the ladies was like, hey, I'm really sorry about what happened at 74, uh, and she's like, ah. she's about 80 years old with pink hair, and she's like, if I ever see that son of a I'm going to hit him low. Oh, and I said, oh and I said, oh she's like, goodness. I couldn't believe that you could have laid him out with that bell. And then he just does that to you. Oh, and I just, it. and I said, yes. just, just so you know, ma'am, he's a Democrat also. So, uh, come on. She was that like, ain't right. but, but you know what? I had a, 
you know what was cool about being yourself and not and not worrying about it and controlling your own narrative? I had a lady come up to me because I have live events. Uh, I, I, my first stand-up comedy show sold out in uh, St. Louis, and I got one in NOLA on November 4th, and then I got another one in uh, North Carolina October 22nd, and another one in Washington the 21st. And yeah. so... Uh, real quick, boys, real quick. If you guys get a chance, you need to go watch this show. I watched his first one. He killed it. It, it was awesome, boys. I'm going to let you know that right now. So this, Sorry to interrupt. No, no. Cool. Appreciate it. Uh, the, this lady walks up to me, diehard Republican, and she goes, uh, you know, I'm excited about your show in uh, New Orleans, but it's on November 4th. And I was like, what, some, you lose somebody on the 4th? You know, is, did I miss the, the significance? And she's like, Obama was elected November 4th. Stop, young lady. So, so no, no, let me finish. And my publisher looks at me and I smirked and I said, I voted for him twice. <laughs> What's she do? She's like, oh. I said, do you still want me to sign your book? She went, yes. Yes. <laughs> and then the publisher looked at me and I said, never afraid, Briz. Never afraid. Like, there don't. It's my narrative. Uh, and it's my. And so. Being who you are, not everyone's going to like it, and they don't have to. But she still got her damn book signed. So, um, you know, and I'm pr- I voted for Obama twice. I voted for Trump twice. Kiss my ass. You don't like it. Uh, I vote for me. I vote for me and mine, and I vote for what's best as for what I should. think for me. And that's what and that's what it's about. I'm a Republican, but I'm not a about it. And that Trevor to go back to the show was probably the fun first time you ever see me just lose it on stage. When uh, EC3, I was like, listen, I'm a Republican. I'm not. A about it some lady in the first row was like i am i just fell out i just fell out i couldn't i was like dying i she then i she came up the stage i gave her a hug nice job security but uh well she was rushing the stage yeah, Boys, yeah I'm, it, I'm not joking she was like i don't care who's in front of me i'm getting oh, neither, and, and i turned and looked at the 600 uh <laughs> off-duty police officer and that fool was literally taking a selfie going i'm on stage with tyrus i'm like bro yes she's already stabbed me four times man uh but <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know but you continue and again i've been told a million times man i trained arn anderson disowned me like how i was his monster heel i was on path to go after Cena. I, I, I trained alone. I lived alone, all that stuff. I was a monster. I crack one joke in the locker room. Mark Henry records it. Next thing I know, I'm hey, Kool Aid. It's just the way it is. And you, but you can, but then it's the most, one of the most loved characters of that era. So I'll take it. But was it what I wanted? No. Uh, but it, it challenged me to dig deep and make something out of it. And I think it, you're in that situation with your, the narrative. Cause I think the narrative has the easily has the ability to be as popular as the four horsemen. No, there's nothing like it. Um, it's culty. It's cool. It's different. Uh, and it has an unbelievable success rate. Anybody who goes into the narrative becomes something better. And I think that that in itself does lead to TV shows, documentaries. Like, what are you doing to where these guys who are disgraced and fired and they come to you and next thing you know, they're the hottest commodities in the business. So I think, you know, I, I would put, I would say A-Rye needs to go over to the narrative, to the dark side and figure some things say, out. E, I was going to say, e, EC3, bro, the, I'm, let me tell you about this comeback, right, that I'm making. You're in about it. Yeah. All right, I threw one drop kick a couple days ago. I had to take I had to take two nights off. 
<laughs> ground and pound, brother. Ground and pound. I think one drop kick. I had to take two uh, off, bro. Yeah, because you jumped, but you but jumped not so high. I was not because I was hurt. Because it was just that good. And he's forty years old. And he's forty years old. And forty years yeah, young. That's what that is. Hey, 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 hey! If, Flair, if Ric Flair could be Peter Pan, he could throw a damn drop kick. That's all right, man. All I care about, all I care about, is did you land on your left? Did you land on your left? Because if you didn't, somewhere I can't. I can't. But I know this when I got up. I took two days off. Was it? Was, was it right in the middle of my? Would comeback. jumping Jim Brunzel be proud of you? Was it that kind of drop kick? I mean, I'll tell you this. It was a hell of a drop kick. Like Coco Beware, Rock and Roll Express drop kick. We talking it, here? It, it was, I mean, everybody that was standing around goes, bro, that's that's good. You need two days off now. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of hurt me a little bit too, but I, you know, but I'm back now. Yeah, that's like it. the first time I did a head scissors takeover, and Doctor Tom said, "You know what? Take the rest of the week off. <laughs> you need to rethink right. this career." I want to see that. I want. Oh I wanna yeah, see Scott that Armstrong, rest his soul. Footage. Scott Armstrong, rest his soul. <laughs> he said you could do that, and I did it to Rick Lawn of all oh, people. Uh, okay. So it had to be oh. a shoot. <laughs> and I, yeah. I jumped. I I hit it. Did the. I even did the little swan before the roll through. And uh, the deal was, if I did it, you know, because you put your hands up like Brad Armstrong, and if I did. It, I had the rest yep. of the day off, so I did it, and I would like literally just rolled yeah. out and uh, left, and then I realized <laughs> I got to get my bag, uh, so then I had to go back in and grab yeah. my bag. But for that day, <laughs> yeah. like I was the that greatest was wrestler ever, and uh, unfortunately, it has never seen the light of day, uh, and I think I missed my window on it. But uh, you know, you never know. I get you in the corner, man. You never yeah. know. So, but if I, I hit know that, it was good or bad, but. Oh no! Yeah. It was phenomenal. Because Doctor Tom, Doctor Tom I, came I, out of the office and said, "What that. are we? Do, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing here? Did you just? Did he really just do that?" And Brad's like, "Yeah, he could do that, you know." And he's like, "Don't ever do it again." But yes, it was beautiful. The swan was my favorite part. But don't ever, don't ever do it again. Don't ever do it again, kid. I said, guys, I'm giving that one two days to breathe. Right? Yeah. There. That hey. was that, that was that good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ice. You know, but uh, yeah, he needs to go. Like I said, man, if, if anyone out there has not checked, hey, EC3, if anyone was looking to look at what the, what we're talking about tonight, uh, today on uh, on uh, to talk about the narrative and stuff, where can they go see footage of that stuff? How do they uh, check you out on social media? All that good stuff. Personally, I am on all social media, except I don't tweet anymore because it's obsessful. But Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at the real EC3 free ec3.com for fitness and nutrition training i put trevor on a program he's going to be ripped to shreds that is join.freeec3.com for control your narrative assets and information control your narrative on youtube control your narrative.com at control your narrative on the social handles phenomenal uh and anyone who can get trevor uh, set your carrier pigeon to St. Louis and, uh, you know, he'll get back to you within five to six weeks. Cause you, <laughs> the only way you the only way you're getting I, hold I, of him. it's not my fault. They have to pump the sun, the sunshine in where I live at, but hey, I'm very I, I get it, man. There's eight. Hey, when Trevor calls me, I'm just so proud of him. Cause I know it's on a rotary phone. So <laughs> oh, it's a yeah. party line, bro. Yeah, Get yeah, it right, I know. man. Yeah, I know. And he beat me at 74. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Bro. Hey, That's right. Kevin, uh, where can everyone get a hold of your dad? Uh, <laughs> oh, social media. Hey, hey. 
Oh, Junior. Oh, no, just kidding. Hey, uh, you're on uh, Instagram. What's your social media? Junior. I'm at Kylie Junior WWE. All right, yeah. Thanks, Tyre. Still Junior. You haven't changed it yet? (laughs) No. Maybe it's time. Followers, if you change it. Oh, no, just a check. No, just. Just a check mark. Just the blue check mark, yeah. Oh, but we got a guy. We we know a guy. It? We got a guy who can fix Do that. You? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to lose the head of the curve. Mark, mark. I mean, that heaven check. forbid in this day and age I lose the blue check mark. Yeah, well, you know what? Heaven <laughs> forbid you lose the followers too. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> right. And, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Amen to that. It took, yeah. me, it took me beating Tyrus at 74 to get my blue check mark, but you know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did is I there, say that out loud? Is the it editor, was in my head. Yeah, you, I did notice you did get the blue check. You, you're <laughs> welcome. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, for more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. You got a blue check for beating me, you son of a b- <laughs> oh man, I am yeah. pissed. Day ruined. Hashtag enough said. <laughs>